Here I go. It's time for another episode of King of Hearts, Queen of Sorrows, my review series where I am going to be talking about reviewing every single episode of Mobile Fighter G Gundam. So, episode 24 is my favorite episode. This is going to be a short review, but that doesn't mean the show wasn't good and uh, that I didn't like it and that there's not a lot to talk about because there is, uh, I don't know, maybe this will be short and sweet but profound. Um, so... <laughs> Last time I did one of these reviews, which I post on YouTube as well as the uh, audio version, I did a GIF of, um, I don't know what I did a GIF of, a couple different things, but I made them loop and loop and loop like those uh, lo-fi hip-hop things where you see this you know, person studying or reading or doing whatever and it repeats over and over again. Well, I did that and I got a copyright strike. So I don't know if those guys who do lo-fi hip-hop uh, get copyright strikes or not, but I sure did. And I always seem to. Over the years, I've posted Kamen Rider stuff. I've posted stuff from all sorts of different things that I'm into. And even if it's a minute long or 30 seconds, I always get copyright strikes if it's a copyright thing. So, whatever. I don't care. It's not like these are monetized anyway because I don't get enough views. But I will go ahead and talk about... Oh, that's right. I have my phone in my hand because I want to look at some of the images that I grabbed from this episode. So, uh, anyway. Uh, oh, so I want to have another gift going. There's one, two, three, four images that I have. Actually, it's really three images I have saved. And then a fourth is, uh, was a timestamp for a gif. Um, but I think I'm going to do a different one instead that happens right towards the end of the episode. Um, and I'm going to go, gosh, yeah, I'll, I'll start weak and, go, and finish strong. So the first thing I want to say, great episode, whatever, you know, 10 out of 10. Um, but it's interesting to me, uh, or, a nitpick slash interesting to me, uh, Master Asia, his mustache, his hair, all turn white, um, and he's acting completely unhinged, so, like, I don't know why they chose to make his hair white, it seems like a really weird thing to me. Uh, I could see, like, if they did, like, a white streak, and then for the rest of the series, he had, like, that white streak, but his hair goes completely white, even his eyebrows turn white, and then he's just raging, uh, he is furious with Domun, he refuses to let him go to the Gundam fight. Uh, he makes references to like, I can't believe, you know, you know, you're my student. You think you've surpassed me. I'm still the master and I still have another lesson to teach you. And like, I will not let you fight. Oh, well, I, you know, I'm going to show you that, you know, nothing in life is that easy because Domoon is trying to get to the, you know, the, to the new Gundam, to Burning Gundam or God Gundam, as it says in the, uh, in the original. Um, and, uh, he gets out of his shining Gundam cause it's wrecked pretty much. And he's uh, running away, and, uh, it's funny, like, Master Asia doesn't give him props for this, uh, this, uh, victory that he pulls, because Domun programs the Gundam to jump up and protect him when, uh, Master Asia fires off one of his, um, you know, flying fists, or, like, rocket punches, um, from, uh, Master Gundam, uh, and he's just mad about it. He's like, oh no, he predicted what I was going to do. And it's cool because it's this really great moment for Domun, who has always been such a hothead and who, uh, you know, doesn't know how to handle his business sometimes. Um, so, uh, anyway, it's cool that, you know, he has this victory, but it's funny to me that Master Asia doesn't acknowledge it. And it almost feels to me like the guy is so desperate, so upset, so distraught over what's happened. The, the dark Gundam has been defeated. Um, and Domun has escaped, and, you know, he's not going to become the host for it or whatever. I think, spoilers. Anyway, um, but, uh, yeah, he's just so upset and so unhinged that he can't even, like, he's not even acting like old Master Asia. Even though Master Asia, well, what I mean by that is Master Asia is able to um, act villainously and with, like, respect and honor at the same time. And right now, he is not doing that, for sure. 
anyway, next thing, um, we've got, gosh, it's so cool the way rain, well, okay. So then the other two images I have are images where uh, Burning Gundam is holding the, uh, you know, corpse, so to speak, of Shining Gundam. And, like, it's a little silly because, you know, it's a robot body or whatever and it's not rain, rain's far away and whatever. But, like, I get the symbolism of it. Oh, one more thing about symbolism. Uh, when Shining Gundam, in the beginning of the episode, I think, got the uh, the rocket punch, you know, knife hand through it, uh, through the back, there was all this blood that came out, or like red liquid, and it looked like blood. And there's this weird thing where the Gundams are very much treated in this episode as if they are bodies or people. Um, the symbology, like with uh, Burning Gundam or Domun holding Shining Gundam or Rain in his arms after she's been killed or sacrificed her life to give him life uh, and enable him to survive and move on to the to Neo Hong Kong for the finals. Um, I don't know, just the, the symbology is really strong and really powerful. And uh, I'll have to make sure to show this image after that previous image of him holding her, he's still holding her, but it pans out and you can see him and there's, uh, you know, a br like a dawn sky in the background behind him. And then there's like in front of him, Devil Gundam. And then the immediate foreground is Den Devil Gundam on its ass. And then uh, in the immediate foreground is like rocks or whatever. So you have like the earth and then Devil Gundam on top of that. And then farther away, Domun and the or God Gundam. And then the sky or the heavens, you know? So like, to me, that's like a symbology that like Domun has risen above Master Asia in some way, or at least in this victorious moment he has, you know, it's not a permanent thing. Um, Anyway, hero's journey, time is a circle, wheel, 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 everything turns around and, you know, we, we never uh, stay in the same state, we always change. Anyway, uh, but to me, like, the most powerful thing and the thing that really got me uh, realizing or that really cemented in my mind the fact that these two are co-protagonists is Rain has the uh, weak or feminine aspect of power. Uh, she's basically praying. Uh, so Dr. Mikamura gives her the the whatever they call it, the mind device where she can connect her mind to Shining Gundam and operate it to, you know, go over to Domun and clasp hands and have them transfer the data. Um, anyway, <clears throat> he tells her to think as if she's etching her thoughts onto the Gundam or onto the whatever. But she has the quiet strength, the feminine strength, uh, you know, typical. I mean, I'm not saying women only have mental or, or emotional strength, but she typifies that in like an archetype type way, or uh, whatever. Uh, and like, she has the power to use her mind, all her mental faculties to focus and meditate and concentrate on locating Shining Gundam, connecting to it, operating it, and then finding Domun through it. And as she starts to experience his memories, because uh, I would assume the trace system uh, probably connects to the pilot's memories in some way, and that's probably the, just, the justification, and she sees how prominently uh, she is held in his mind, like she's his deepest, maybe most sacred or, or um, like special memory, and she's framed in such a different way than the other. She's in that jeweled orb that they use in the OP, so they probably were reusing animation, but still the point is that it's there, and it plants a seed that, well, it kind of verifies that he holds her very dearly and like there's an affection of love um, that he's afraid to touch. Like I almost wonder if the symbology behind that or the symbolism behind that is that she's in like this globe or this sphere, this glass, like kind of separated from the from him, unlike everybody else who it was just there, like as if they were in the room with him or how he would have seen them in real life. But she's like on this pedestal, she's separate. She's this different thing that he can't quite attain yet. 
and when she sees that this light flashes uh, you know because anime and cartoons and drama you know dramatic media um, visual media and uh, you know Alube's like oh I think this is gonna work and <laughs> that's a bad Alube sorry anyway and then she like uh, goes into like she goes deeper into it and then that's when she's able to connect and like the way she's calling out to Domino the things that she's saying to him about how deeply she cares for him and how she never knew that she cared so much and then when they clasp hands and she transfers the memory and like the energy over from Shining Gundam to Burning Gundam it's almost as if she's giving up her life for Domon. and uh you know I'm gonna quote the gospels you know no greater love is there than for a man to lay down his life for his friends. And, of course, take that, strip away the man part, the, you know, make it gender, uh, or, like, you know, not sex-dependent, but the concept still holds. Like, how great is a love, and how much strength must it take to do that sort of thing? And they don't talk about the immediate aftermath, like, how that felt for Rain, but the fact that, like, the Gundam bodies were being treated as if they were human bodies, and, uh, like, throughout the course of the episode, I think it very much feels like uh, not Christian symbology or, or like a reference to like a Christ-like sacrifice. Uh, and like, if, even if that's what they were going for, that's, that's not the point. Or I guess I'm saying it works on, it transcends that. Uh, and it just shows like the heroism and the, like how profound the love is. And, uh, I just think those are really noble traits, uh, probably because my Judeo-Christian upbringing, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, it also makes like a badass mecha cartoon, uh, even more badass. So like, that's the point that I'm really getting at. And I, I love it. And it just, it's awesome how powerful rain is. And, uh, like, I love how clever Domun gets to be in this episode and it's just really awesome all the way around. So anyway, I, I had remembered it being a little more drawn out, like the way she was crawling over to him and declaring her feelings and things like that than it actually was. Um, but I don't know if that's an, an, a negative. That might be positive because it felt that that strong and that powerful when I watched it before. Anyway, that's the end of the review. Uh, that's all I have to say. Hopefully, I'll get this out. Well, anyway, this will be out when it's out, and you'll be enjoying it when you do. Uh, uh, go ahead and check out my uh, concurrent, or at the same time, this is being released early April, first week of April. Uh, I'm all, I've also got an Ultraman uh, podcast going because of that 2019 Ultraman on Netflix. So please check that out. Um, that one is a lot lower in the visual elements. It's more just like a podcast where I'm just talking about the idea and reviewing the episodes or reviewing the episode, um, you know, for what happens in them. And I'm not so much showing because, uh, DM, what is the millennium digital copyright act, whatever, very hard to get images from Netflix because they've signed on to that and stuff. So, and I don't want to go through the trouble of pirating it just to grab a screen grab. So I might take pictures of my laptop screen. We'll see. Anyway, that's it. I'm out of here. Remember to go out there and grasp happiness.